when film criticism is as provocative as ever, Feelin' Film ventures to change the discussion from what we hate about a film to what we love about it. We judge more on emotional experience than technical merit, because every movie makes us feel something. Welcome back, listeners. I'm Aaron, and here with me for the very first time on Feelin' Film is the man behind Should I See It, Mr. Mike Ward. Hello. Earlier in 2017, we briefly had a secondary podcast feed called Feelin' Film Plus, which has sadly now been discontinued. You may remember Mike from a couple of episodes on that show, though, where he and I discussed some of the films showing at the Seattle International Film Festival this year. That was a real joy, and I'm super glad to have you back on the actual show, Mike. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I I, I hope I didn't contribute to any... Uh... Any cancellation, but uh, <laughs> I guess you've thrown the dice, spun the wheel, and you've got me on this, on, on the mothership, as they say. The mothership. So. Yeah, you were on 50% of the episodes of the podcast that is now dead. So you can read into that what you will, but I'm not saying it's your fault. No. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see how long this goes. Right? <laughs> no, we had great feedback about you, and uh, we've been wanting to have you on, and we still have to have you on the actual mother mothership for a full episode here sometime soon with Patrick and I. But for, oh, well to- for today, this time around, we are here to give you listeners a quick spoiler-free reaction to the Lego Ninjago movie. Is it one you need to go take your kids to? Can you wait for home video? Those are the questions we are here to try and help you answer. So the first thing that I like to start with is always expectations because we take these into a movie with us and they really inform our own personal experience with that film. So in the case of the Lego Ninjago movie, did you have any expectations personally going into this? Yeah, sure. I mean, I was a huge fan of the Lego movie um, from 2014 I have seen it conservatively 30 times, largely because both my kids loved it and my wife enjoyed it. And my youngest daughter wanted to watch it and saw that it was on our DVR and hit click and bought it. And so it's been sitting on our DVR for three years because, you know, you, you've now owned the movie digitally. So you have it forever. But, you know, there's no artwork. There's no disc. There's no, you know, it's just there. But with that said, I've seen it countless times. Love it. Lego Batman had a great time with it. I think it's, a, I didn't enjoy it as much as Lego movie, but not a lot of complaints other than just a little too frenetic and a little too long for what it was, but I enjoyed it. I laughed quite a bit. I had a good time. So that was the expectation is you've, you've delivered great once you've delivered good second. Let's, let's hope for the best this time. What about you? Well, as we sit here, I can look over to my movie shelf and uh, I don't have Lego, the Lego movie on it because I do own that digitally. Uh, but I do have the Lego Batman movie sitting here yes. and it's displayed actually above other films in all its glory. I really, really, really love that film. It is absolutely one of my yeah. favorite films of 2017. I think it's still in my top 10 at this point. I adore it. Now, I also look to my left and I see four or five different Batman pop figures and Lego figures. So to say that I'm a Batman guy is a little of an understatement. That might have a, you know something to do with my enjoyment of the Lego Batman movie, but I've really liked both of those films. The other thing sitting over here on my movie and, and TV shelf 
are two seasons of the Lego Ninjago show. So I have seasons in one and two that my kids got me for Christmas a few years back when I randomly discovered them watching it one Saturday morning. And I was like, wow, I like this. And I spammed through it and watched the whole thing. So I'm a big fan of the property and the series. And I had high hopes going into this. I really enjoy the characters uh, and the difference in all of the ninjas. They all have different personalities and just the way in which they both have true kind of Asian film influenced type adventures with big armies and and ninja type stuff. And then also the more techie side adventures kind of like we see in, in Ninjago city in this movie. So, so that's my background going into it. I had really high hopes, but I was also a little nervous because this is not a known property. This is not, this is not one that everybody and their mother knows about going into it. So, so I'm going to start and say I was disappointed. Um, now, it, I was not disappointed in a way that made me not enjoy the film, but I did have quite a few issues with this this movie. Mainly, they resulted from what I feel is kind of a lack of character development, and especially for the Lego series, which has done much better at this. I did not think that they did a good enough job of giving us unique storylines for each of the ninja. So there's six, I think, total ninjas with the green ninja, Lloyd, being the focal point of the story. Because <laughs> this, this story revolves around Lloyd, and his dad is the evil villain, Lloyd. Garmadon. It revolves around Lloyd. and Yeah, Lloyd, And his dad's <laughs> trying to take over the city, right? So it's his story, and it's him that has the arc, the, the, the mm-hmm. arc of, of character development. And I just hated how thrown in the rest of the ninjas felt my favorite ninja in the tv show is is named zane he's the white ninja um possibly a robot and he's there's so much to him and i just i was so sad because i didn't feel like i got enough of that in this movie did did you have that similar reaction or (laughs) did were you not knowing the ninjas ahead of time were you okay with what we got from them yeah, no, I, I no experience with Ninjago, uh, the toys, the show. Um, in fact, I brought my youngest daughter and her best friend, and I'm asking questions in the car. All right, we're gonna go see this movie. Give me, give me a heads up. And I got the the sort of typical 11 year old circular description that really went nowhere. So I actually did go in about as blind as you could go into, other than seeing the trailer that has the Taylor Swift song in it. With that said. I don't have the connection you do. I agree completely with the character development or lack thereof because this movie, like the other two, runs at such a breakneck speed that it's maybe more than the other two. This movie sacrifices plot development and character development for rapid fire jokes, quick visual puns, And we are just hurtling through this story so quickly that unless your name is Dave Franco or Justin Thoreau, who plays his father, you really don't get much screen time of any substance whatsoever. And so if you're talking about how, you know, you have favorite sort of ninjas from the series that you were hoping to see depicted on screen, you're right. Uh, You know, you use um, Zane as an example Well, you know, 
there's what four or five there's four other five other ninjas that i i don't know maybe you could count up their screen time and get to enough for one episode of a tv show and that's about it and that's in any film that's frustrating here it was frustrating because you've got these ninjas coming back as parts of jokes or getting little bits of pieces of story to kind of push Lloyd's story forward, but it means nothing because mm-hmm. they're barely in the film. You get that they're part of a, a group or a, a, a clan of ninja, if you will, but okay, neat. Great. Oh, I recognize that voice. Oh, that's, those are the guys from uh, Silicon Valley. That's, that's the guy in the big sick. Oh, cool. Okay. That was, that was about it for me. Yeah, that that's very similar to what I felt the whole way through. And, and I just kept hoping that something was going to change. But midway, I realized it wasn't. And that, that was a bummer. It, it was simply a bummer. They did seem to just exist to push Lloyd's story forward. And they did that successfully. But, you know, at the cost of, of being anything worth caring about. Um, the other part was the there are two main female characters one is a ninja and one is Lloyd's mother. And I, I just felt there was a, a disservice done in that area as well. So the, the for reference, this female ninja, uh, Naya, I think is her name, but yep. she, she came on the scene way late in the TV show. So it initially was all the guys. And then she comes in like season four or five. And so, you know, it would have been nice to have something more than just her be what I feel like was very much a token girl in the group because you know this is 2017 and and at this point we're starting to see a lot of very well done and very well balanced films that give girls heroes to root for too uh and so i mean if a movie like cars can attempt to do it then i i feel a little sad that the lego ninjago movie wasn't able to well so here's here's one distinction i'll make so the lego movie is so it's full of you know what dozen cameos maybe more mm-hmm. um and they're all recognizable voices and you know you you look at the the credits at the end of the movie and you're like oh that was so and so and oh that's right i heard them but it's 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 one thing when a movie is kind of running through cameos for like quick puns to like sort of jump and pivot the story like give you kind of a breath like we're gonna throw in a quick little jab of a joke and then jump to the next thing and kind of give you just that break in the action. It's okay to have these like sort of well-known talented voices kind of stab in and stab out. Naya, the one you're, you know, the, the female character you're talking about, that's voiced by Abby Jacobson from Broad City on Comedy Central. She's hilarious. She is a comedic talent. And she doesn't show that off here whatsoever. I mean, maybe if I think about it, there might be some lines that are funny, but and you go kind of up and down the card here a little bit. And I know you've got like Kumail Nanjiani has a few couple, you know, a couple lines that are funny. You talked about Zane, which is Zach Woods, also Silicon Valley, the office. I mean, I think he's a really funny guy. He's okay. He's got a couple lines, Olivia Munn who plays Lloyd's mom. And she's here. She doesn't really <laughs> do much. Right. But you know, so it's like, you've got these, these names in the cast that just get kind of wasted. And this doesn't have the rapid fire cameos and the sort of, I don't even know what to describe it, but sort of the jump cuts, jump cut humor that the Lego movie and to some extent Lego Batman has. This is just kind of like, we're just, we're just speeding through stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of the, um, oh, I don't know. 
I don't want to say it's the the cinematic equivalent of an ADD thing because that gets all that joke gets used a lot, but it does work in such a way that it is hard to stay focused on it because we're zipping through so much, and it really the movie doesn't say a whole lot, really. I mean, it's really distilled down to the relationship between the dad and the son, and we can throw monsters and dragons and all kinds of stuff into the storyline, but it's really a very basic. It's a story. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is, it's a, there's a, there's an, that element about the father and the son and abandonment and sure. not feeling needed, um, not feeling complete and whole without each other. And then there's some themes in here about bullying and, and judging. Uh, and then it all comes really down to what I feel like is a repetitive storytelling in a lot of ways of find the power within yourself and, and, the hero can win the day. So I wasn't, I wasn't really latching on to the themes in a big way either. Now, all of this being said, it sounds like we probably hated the movie and I don't think either of us hated the movie. I think, I think I know, I mean, I, you were in front of me. I knew you were laughing. I was laughing. I had a good time at the movie. I enjoyed it. I laughed quite a bit. There is an extra secondary villain, which I'm not going to say anything more than that in this film, Uh, but it is hilarious when it shows up and your kids will go nuts, okay? Your kids are going to love this. So from a child's perspective, the theater was bursting with laughter almost all the way through. I will yes. I will give it props for that. And a lot of the jokes hit, a lot of the creative ways in which the Lego team always comes up with, you know, <laughs> implementations of how these worlds match with the real world sometimes. Uh, they do a brilliant job of that I thought. Yeah. I mean, again, the disappointment with the movie, it's going to get a, a positive review from me. I think, um, I still have to flesh out the, the the details of it because I'm still kind of thinking about it. Although I'm not thinking about it to a really dense degree because it's, you know, it's not mother. It's, you know, (laughs) like Ninjago, right? It's pretty simple, but I just want to, you know, think about it a little bit more. I I had fun with it. I I would say that my, you're going to disagree with this because I know what you think of Lego Batman, but to me, this is a franchise or a, a series, rather, that's kind of diminishing a little bit as it goes along. For you, I think that the, the decline is much greater from Batman to this. For me, it's a little bit like, you know, a stair step down. I liked this. I, I could see myself watching it again, but I didn't come out of the theater blown away by it. I wasn't buzzing about it. It's it's entertaining. Kids are going to love it. I think our kids mutually enjoyed it. They were laughing about things in the car about it. it it does what it's it does what it set out to do, which is give you a lot of jokes and a lot of time, give you some basic themes that anybody can really sort of understand and accept, make a bucket of money, which is going <laughs> to do, uh-huh. and um, set up what I think we were talking offline Lego Movie Two, which is coming a couple years down the pike, right? Yep. Whatever. So wash rinse wash rinse repeat. It 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 gets the job done. It's not a bad movie. It's just. It's not a great movie, but fine. It it occupies the time and actually gives Jackie Chan a lot of screen time. You know, we yeah. forgot. Yep. I forgot. He he's quite he's in this quite a bit, actually. He is. He is. And it's nice to see him kind of loosen up and have some fun and just kind of accept himself in a kid's movie environment. And um, you know, I don't think it spoils anything. They give him the gag reel in the credits, which is a Jackie Chan thing. So uh-huh. There you go. So yeah, I don't know. 
it's fine. <laughs> it's a happy fine. So I guess that's where we stand, listeners, is we both think it's fine. No, seriously, your kids will enjoy this more than you will. That's that's really the bottom line here. It's worth seeing. I think it's worth seeing in a theater. It's you know big. It's pretty. It's colorful. It's It's got a lot going on, and it's fun to watch. It's well animated. There's no debate about that. And we think that it's another decent entry in the, the Lego movie pantheon that has been coming. I, I will say, I, I just to, to wrap up, I do... I do think that the decline is happening faster for me. I guess the Lego Movie Two, I'll be, I'll still be excited for, because it's kind of a known entity that they're just coming off of. But I believe that they also have another film that's kind of in production or starting the works. Uh, that's an unknown property at this time. We don't know exactly what that story is going to be, and I'll be a little less, a little, a little bit more reluctant with my expectations for that one because of the Lego Ninjago movie. I just don't know how long that we can enjoy repeating this this formula but we we will see i'm hopeful I, I definitely want them to succeed and keep giving us great great stuff because man the lego movie was was special and came out uh, and really wowed us all i think well yeah and I, I it leaves me with one question that this movie feels like the other two you know it feels like lego batman it feels like lego movie my understanding is the tv show is not like this in a lot of ways it's nope. it's a much different that's pace and style. It is. That's one of my beefs. <laughs> right. And so what I, I mentioned that because maybe we do need a two year break. <laughs> I feel like these three films, again, I think we like all three in varying degrees. You've kind of done what you can do with this. The stories sort of have repeated the, the approach, the animation's gotten better. I don't think anyone would question that these movies aren't slick and perfectly designed, but where do you go from here? You blew through the, the cameo laden movie. You've, you've satired superhero movies. You've now, you know, sort of mixed cultures together with this and they all kind of feel and look the same way. So where do you, what do you do next? You know, maybe, maybe you just, um, you, you turn the lights off and you go away for a little while. And then 2019, you, you give us a new take, you know, something so. that fits the series, but is a fresh take. And I, and I think that's what it needs. This isn't really a trilogy, but essentially it kind of fits the definition. And I think we're good for a while. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with that, man. And we can we can let that be the end that, that we both desire to have a break <laughs> and then come back and wow <laughs> us all over again. So Lego, if you're listening, that's our official uh, ask from you lego that'll do <laughs> that'll do well mike <laughs> um if people want to find your reviews which i do not say this lightly but are my personal favorite out there on the internet and out there in the world i just really really respect and endure your format of should i see it reviews where you give all of your readers reasons why they might want to see a movie and reasons why they might not want to see the movie so that uh, it's it's very much an unbiased exercise compared to a lot of reviews. So I highly recommend your site. Where can people find your work? You just you just go into your Google machine and type "Should I see it?" You can get there through the old typing the URL of either "Should I see dot it" or "Should I see it dot net," which was the old URL that now points to the new one. It's it's completely been redesigned. Um, I don't think I don't know if you'll listen to this, but shout out to Nathan Rhodes, my web designer, who did an amazing job on the website. I don't know. That's where, that's where I live right now. And then I, 
I, I take uh, feature guest spots on podcasts when you'll have me, and uh, that's that's my life right now. So yeah, so things are good. But check out the site. Thank you for your kind words. You're way too nice. <laughs> You're welcome. I think people will agree with me the moment they they give your site a read. So uh, listeners, if you would like to connect with me further, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, well, actually, Mike, where can people find you on Twitter? Is it? Yeah, it's uh, what is it? I don't even it's, know. I think it's, it's at, at should I see it. It's at pretty, should yeah. I see it. Yeah. So That's sticking right. with the theme, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron L White A A R O N E L W H I T E, and also tweeting from the Feelin' Film Twitter account at Feelin' Film. Uh, we have the Feelin' Film Facebook group. If you're not aware of that, that's where we try to drive everyone to because it's a great place where every week, all week long, movie lovers are coming together in an incredibly safe and Gosh, it's such a nice environment. I, I'm amazed all the time at how well conversations go in the group. Uh, but yep. people come, they talk about movies and their their likes and dislikes, and it's a great place to do that. And we encourage anyone to find it in the show notes, find the link on the website, and come join the group. Anybody can do that. And you can talk to me in there sometimes. Too. Absolutely. Mike's in there as well. So you can find him there uh, and come talk his ear off. Last thing is that this very well may be the last feeling it review for a while. Um, we are trying something a little bit new. We we're never shying away from innovating and, and doing different things here at feeling film. Um, I'm going to be writing reviews more frequently now. So you're going to see some written content that may be replacing what this feeling it concept uh, does. These written reviews will be also on feelinfilm.com. They'll be tweeted out uh, each and every week that, I, that I'm able to, to get one undone. And they'll also be dropped on our Facebook page and into the Facebook group. So if you're not following us on social media, please do so. Go ahead and get that done so that you won't miss out on those. And I think it's a, it's a pretty neat little format we've come up with, and we hope that you will enjoy that. And it will give you another idea of whether or not you want to see a film much in the same way that Mike does but just a little bit of a different slant. So, <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. And like I said, we'll get you on to the main show proper here very soon. Uh, thank you very much. This has been fun. Thank you. Great. Well, until next time, listeners, stay positive and keep feeling film.